The following is a Relevant Radio program and is protected under U.S. copyright laws. This program is made possible through the contributions of listeners like you. Support Relevant Radio by clicking on the Donate icon at www.relevantradio.com. Tuesday Good News Day. Good morning, I'm Paul Sadek. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, May 17th, 2022, Tuesday of the fifth week of Easter. In the Missal, it's liturgical year C, cycle 2. Tuesday is a day to pray the sorrowful mysteries of the Rosary. Our saint today is St. Paschal Balin, born in 1540 to a peasant family in Aragon. Paschal labored as a shepherd for his father, performed miracles, and was distinguished for his austerity. He also taught himself to read. He received a vision which told him to enter a nearby Franciscan community, so he became a Franciscan lay brother in 1564 and spent most of his life as a humble doorkeeper. He displayed a deep love for the Blessed Sacrament, so much so that while on a mission to France, he defended the doctrine of the Real Presence against a Calvinist preacher. Pascal died at a friary in Villarreal in 1592. He's the patron of Eucharistic Congresses, and associations. St. Paschal Balan, pray for us. Let's offer this day to the Lord. Lord Jesus, I unite myself to your perpetual, unceasing universal sacrifice. I offer myself to you every day of my life and every moment of every day according to your most holy and adorable will. Since you have been the victim of my salvation, I wish to be the victim of your love. Accept my desire, take my offering, and graciously hear my prayer. Let me live for love of you. Let me die for love of you. Let my last heartbeat be an act of perfect love. Amen. And we join Pope Francis in praying for all young people called to live life to the fullest. May they see in Mary's life the way to listen, the depth of discernment, the courage that faith generates, and dedication to service. Ten Minutes with Jesus is a guided meditation on the gospel of the day prepared by a Catholic priest. Here's today's Ten Minutes with Jesus. My Lord and my God, I firmly believe that you are here, that you see me, that you hear me. I adore you with profound reverence. I ask you for pardon of my sins and grace to make this time of prayer fruitful. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. At this stage, it could be that you are a little bit agitated, that you are losing your peace, in a word that you are fed up. And if that is the case, imagine Jesus saying these words to you personally. Peace I bequeath to you. My own peace I give you. A peace the world cannot give. This is my gift to you. Well, that would be something to hear Jesus address those words to you directly in the context of all that is happening now and and all the things that we maybe find are taking away our peace, causing us agitation, worry, fear for the future, the financial hit that we have taken, all these things that, that really maybe deeply disturb us and leave us feeling sad. Well, Jesus does say those words to us. They're the words of today's gospel. They're said to his disciples, but we are his disciples. Jesus is saying those words to you and to me. Peace I bequeath to you. My own peace I give you. 
a peace the world cannot give, this is my gift to you. It is a wonderful gift. It's a wonderful gift. Recently, we heard in the gospel something very similar, where Jesus says, do not let your hearts be troubled or afraid. And it's interesting that he said, do not let, do not allow. In other words, you can control that. You can decide if you want to or if you don't want to. For the most part, anyway, I think that's true, isn't it? That we allow ourselves to be carried away by unnecessary agitation at times. There's a great story about St. Teresa of Avila, that great, strong-willed woman, very witty woman as well, who's the subject of a large number of, of great stories. And one of them is when she was going with another nun, sister of hers, as in, in religion, and they were going to Salamanca, where there was an old building there that was going to become a convent. And previously it had been occupied, we're told, or she tells us, by students. Now, there is uh, an element of some students who may not be the tidiest, not all students, but these Spanish students back at the time of St. Teresa of Avila were not tidy. And when they moved into this old house, it was a mess, a complete mess. It was old large, ramshackle, and a mess. And um, as soon as they got there, it was evening time, and the two nuns had to bed down for the evening. There was just some straw there, no furniture, and just straw for, for their beds. And as they were getting ready, the other nun was looking more and more agitated and nervous. And St. Teresa eventually asked her what the problem was. And then this was her her reply. I was wondering what you would do alone with a corpse if I were to die here now. Well, obviously, St. Teresa was startled by such a strange uh, uh, question. But her reply to the nun was, I shall think of that when it happens, sister. For the present, let us go to sleep. It's great. And it's very commonsensical. She's a great woman full of common sense. It hasn't happened. It's unlikely to happen. And if it does happen, I think about it then. We could learn a lot from St. Teresa. She also, of course, is the, the author of those famous, that famous advice. Let nothing perturb you. Nothing frighten you. All things pass. God does not change. Patience achieves everything. So that other nun certainly could have could have done with that advice. Don't be perturbed by things. Don't be frightened. So often we're just too jumpy. We're too frightened by things. We're too frightened of the future. We misread things. And also we act as if God were not in control. As if everything were not part of God's plan. Remember the two gloomy agitated disciples on the way to a mouse that Jesus encounters. And our Lord, in, in, in talking them out of their gloominess, basically explains how his passion was all part of the plan. There was all there in the Old Testament. Remember, he says, well, the, the gospel says, beginning with Moses and going through all the prophets, he explained to them how it was all there. That's very important for us. Everything is there. God has foreseen everything. Everything that you're, you and I are undergoing in this present time with the virus or whatever might be happening is all foreseen by God. 
And therefore, if we're undergoing it, well, we have to say, well, God, this is part of your plan. It must be, in in a deeper way, good for me. Even though I'm not enjoying it, I'm finding it very hard, I don't think I'm coping well, it must be very good for us. Going on with those with that that line of Jesus, Jesus says, this is a peace, the peace that he gives us, is a peace the world cannot give. This is my gift to you. That's important advice too, because so often... Well, we, we love peace, we want peace. And how often we go seeking peace in things that give us only a very partial and a very passing peace. We, for example, typically escapism. We binge on Netflix. We binge on food. Uh, we binge on any kind of forms of entertainment. We do comfort purchases, retail therapy as they call it all for a, a sense of, of well-being and, and a brief sense of happiness and peace. And of course, it doesn't last very long, especially when the bill comes after the, all those purchases. It doesn't la- last long because reality is still there and reality still reasserts itself. Our Lord's peace is not an escape from reality. It's quite the contrary. In fact, it's looking reality square in the face and saying, no matter what it is, that is part of God's plan. I can handle that. It's very, it's very important. It's, and it's a gift. As Jesus says, peace I bequeath to you, my own peace I give you. Well, that's a, quite something. Jesus, what is your peace like? To have encountered you in any, any scene in the gospel. You are full of peace, always. We see your apostles, not quite so. Sometimes they're jumping up and down thinking they're seeing ghosts or panicking or running away from danger. While our Lord, always full of peace. A peace that people do or are quite struck by when they come into a church and they kneel in front of a tabernacle. Very often there's even there an over overwhelming sense of peace, of course. And that is the peace that Jesus is talking about. This peace that he bequeaths to us. And it's not just any old peace. He says, it's my own peace I give you. Well, let's ask for more of that, especially if we are feeling a little bit agitated and and troubled and worried about the future and so on. Jesus, give me your peace. There's a nice bit of advice from St. Jose Maria where he writes this. First of all, he says, peace is a great gift of God. Then he says this, many times at the end of the day, in the depths of your heart, in order to conserve that presence of God where, wherever you are, seek out God and tell him, sweet heart of Jesus, give us peace. It's a wonderful aspiration. Sweet heart of Jesus, give us peace. Many times, at the end of the day also. And if we, we are worried, there's a little aspiration. We could be thinking of also coming up to the Feast of the Sacred Heart, which will be coming up next month. Also think of the Holy Spirit, because peace is, is one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. And so the Holy Spirit is involved there as well. And so we could also be saying, asking the Holy Spirit, give me that peace. And in my turn, may I be a, a, a source of peace to those around me. Not like that jumpy nun, colleague of St. Teresa of Avila, but somebody who brings peace with them. I give you thanks, my God, for the good resolutions affections and inspirations 
you have communicated to me in this meditation. I ask you for help to put them into effect. My Mother Immaculate, Saint Joseph, my Father and Lord, my Guardian Angel, intercede for me. It's 15 past the hour. You'll find more of 10 Minutes with Jesus at RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. This is Daybreak. This is Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app for Tuesday of the fifth week of Easter, May 17th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. We join the whole church in prayer now as we begin the liturgical day, led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in the Invitatory Psalm and the Office of Readings. Lord, open my lips, and, and my, my mouth, mouth will proclaim, proclaim your praise. praise. with joy to the Lord all the earth. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before Him singing for joy. The Lord is risen. Alleluia. Know that He the Lord is God. He made us we be The sheep of his flock. The Lord is risen. Alleluia. Go within his gates giving thanks. Enter his courts with songs of praise. Give thanks to him and bless his name. The Lord is risen, Alleluia. Indeed, how good is the Lord, eternal His merciful love. He is faithful from age to age. The Lord is risen, Alleluia. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning is now and will be forever. Amen. The Lord is risen.
the Lord is just. He will defend the poor. Alleluia. The Lord is just. He will will defend defend the poor. Alleluia. Lord, why do you stand afar off and hide yourself in times of distress? The poor man is devoured by the pride of the wicked. He is caught in the schemes that others have made. For the wicked man boasts of his heart's desires. The covetous blasphemes and spurns the Lord. In his pride, the wicked says, He will not punish. There is no God. Such are his thoughts. His path is ever untroubled. Your judgment is far from his mind. His enemies he regards with contempt, he thinks. Never shall I falter. Misfortune shall never be my lot. His mouth is full of cursing, guile, oppression, mischief, and a seat under his tongue. He lies in wait among the reeds. The innocent he murders in secret. His eyes are on watch for the helpless man. He lurks in hiding like a lion in his lair. He lurks in hiding to seize the poor. He seizes the poor man and drags him away. He crouches, preparing to spring, and the helpless fall beneath his strength. He thinks in his heart. God forgets. He hides his face. He does not see. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. forever. Amen. The Lord is just. He will will defend the poor. Alleluia. Lord, you know the burden of my sorrow. Alleluia. Lord, you know know the burden burden of my sorrow. Alleluia. Arise then, Lord, lift up your hand. O God, do not forget the poor. Why should the wicked spurn the Lord and think in his heart, He will not punish? But you have seen the trouble and sorrow. You note it. You take it in hand. The helpless trusts himself to you, for you are the helper of the orphan. Break the power of the wicked and the sinner. Punish his wickedness till nothing remains. The Lord is king forever and ever. The heathen shall perish from the land he rules. Lord, you hear the prayer of the poor. You strengthen their hearts. You turn your ear to protect the rights of the orphan and oppressed, so that mortal man may strike terror no more. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Rise up, Lord, in defense of your people. Do not hide your face from our troubles. Father of orphans, wealth of the poor, we rejoice in making you known. May we find comfort and security in times of pain and anxiety. Lord, you know know the burden burden of my sorrow. Alleluia. The words of the Lord are true, like silver from the furnace. Alleluia. The The words of the Lord Lord are true. Like silver from the furnace. Alleluia. Help, O Lord, for good men have vanished. 
truth has gone from the sons of men. Falsehood they speak to one another, with lying lips and with a false heart. May the Lord destroy all lying lips, the tongue that speaks high-sounding words, those who say, Our tongue is our strength. Our lips are our own, who is our master. For the poor who are oppressed and the needy who groan, I myself will arise, says the Lord. I will grant them the salvation for which they thirst. The words of the Lord are words without alloy, silver from the furnace, seven times refined. It is you, O Lord, who will take us in your care and protect us forever from this generation. See how the wicked prowl on every side, while the worthless are prized highly by the sons of men. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and and will be forever. Amen. Let us pray. Your light is true light, Lord, and your truth shines like the day. Direct us to the salvation through your life-giving words. May we be saved by always embracing your word. The words of the Lord are true, like silver from the furnace. Alleluia. Christ, risen from the dead, will never die again. Alleluia. Death Death no longer has power over him. Alleluia. A reading from the book of Revelation. I, John, saw an angel come down from heaven, holding the key to the abyss and a huge chain in his hand. He seized the dragon, the ancient serpent, who is the devil or Satan, and chained him up for a thousand years. The angel hurled him into the abyss, which he closed and sealed over him. He did this so that the dragon might not lead the nations astray until the thousand years are over. After this, the dragon is to be released for a short time. Then I saw some thrones. Those who were sitting on them were in power to pass judgment. I also saw the spirits of those who had been beheaded for their witness to Jesus and the word of God, those who had never worshipped the beast or its image nor accepted its mark on their foreheads or their hands. They came to life again and reigned with Christ for a thousand years. The others who were dead did not come to life till the thousand years were over. This is the first resurrection. Happy and holy are they who share in the first resurrection. The second death will have no claim on them. They shall serve God and Christ as priests and shall reign with him for a thousand years. When the thousand years are over, Satan will be released from his prison. He will go out to seduce the nations in all four corners of the earth and muster for war the troops of Gog and Magog, numerous as the sands of the sea. They invaded the whole country and surrounded the beloved city where God's people were encamped. 
fire came down from heaven and devoured them. The devil who led them astray was hurled into the pool of burning sulfur, where the beast and the false prophet had also been thrown. There they will be tortured day and night forever and ever. Next, I saw a large white throne and the one who sat on it. The earth and the sky fled from his presence until they could no longer be seen. I saw the dead, the great and the lowly, standing before the throne. Lastly, among the scrolls, the book of the living was opened. The dead were judged according to their conduct, as recorded on the scrolls. The sea gave up its dead. Then death and the nether world gave up their dead. Each person was judged according to his conduct. Then death and the nether world were hurled into the pool of fire, which is the second death. Anyone whose name was not found inscribed in the book of the living was hurled into this pool of fire. Christ must reign until God has brought all enemies under his feet. And And the the last last enemy enemy to be be destroyed destroyed is death. Alleluia. Then death and Sheol will give up their dead. Death and Sheol will be cast into the fiery lake. And And the the last last enemy enemy to be destroyed is death. Alleluia. The second reading from a commentary on the Gospel of John by St. Cyril of Alexandria, Bishop. The Lord calls himself the vine and those united to him branches in order to teach us how much we shall benefit from our union with him and how important it is for us to remain in his love. By receiving the Holy Spirit, who is the bond of union between us and Christ our Savior, those who are joined to him as branches are to a vine share in his own nature. On the part of those who come to the vine, their union with him depends upon a deliberate act of the will. On his part, the union is affected by grace. Because we had good will, we made the act of faith that brought us to Christ and received from him the dignity of adopted sonship that made us his own kinsmen. According to the words of St. Paul, he who is joined to the Lord is one spirit with him. The prophet Isaiah calls Christ the foundation because it is upon him that we as living and spiritual stones are built into a holy priesthood to be a dwelling place for God in the Spirit. Upon no other foundation than Christ can this temple be built. Here, Christ is teaching the same truth by calling himself the vine, since the vine is the parent of its branches and provides their nourishment. From Christ and in Christ, we have been reborn through the Spirit in order to bear the fruit of life, not the fruit of our old sinful life, but the fruit of a new life founded upon our faith in Him and our love for Him. Like branches growing from a vine, we now draw our life from Christ, and we cling to this holy commandment in order to preserve our, this life. 
Eager to safeguard the blessing of our noble birth, we are careful not to grieve the Holy Spirit who dwells in us and who makes us aware of God's presence in us. Let the wisdom of John teach us how we live in Christ and Christ lives in us. The proof that we are living in him and he is living in us is that he has given us a share in his spirit. Just as the trunk of the vine gives its own natural properties to each of its branches, so by bestowing on them the Holy Spirit, the Word of God, the only begotten Son of the Father, gives Christians a certain kinship with himself and with God the Father because they have been united to him by faith and determination to do his will in all things. He helps them to grow in love and reverence for God and teaches them to discern right from wrong and to act with integrity. Live in me as I live in you, just Just as as a a branch branch cannot bear fruit of itself itself apart from the vine, so you cannot bear fruit unless you live on in me. Alleluia. I chose you to go out and bear fruit, a fruit that will last. Just as a branch cannot bear fruit of itself apart from the vine, so you cannot bear fruit unless you live on in me. Alleluia. Father, you restored your people to eternal life by raising Christ your Son from death. Make our faith strong and our hope sure. May we never doubt that you will fulfill the promises you have made. Grant this through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit, God, forever and ever. Amen. Amen. Twenty-four minutes before the hour, we'll check out today's Gospel in just a few minutes, along with In Conversation with God and Morning Prayer on Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. Welcome back to Daybreak on Relevant Radio and the Relevant Radio app. It's Tuesday, May 17th, 2022. I'm Paul Sadek. In today's Gospel from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, Jesus prepares his disciples for his departure. From the 14th chapter of the Gospel of John, Peace I leave with you. My peace I give to you, not as the world gives do I give to you. Let not your hearts be troubled, neither let them be afraid. You heard me say to you, I go away and I will come to you. If you loved me, you would have rejoiced because I go to the Father, for the Father is greater than I. And now I have told you before it takes place, so that when it does take place, you may believe. I will no longer talk much with you. For the ruler of this world is coming. He has no power over me. But I do as the Father has commanded me, so that the world may know that I love the Father. This selection from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible courtesy of Falcon Picture Group, daily and Sunday Mass readings are on the relevant radio app. Peace be with you. Sounds like a very ordinary greeting, like, how's it going? 
Well, Jesus didn't mean it in an ordinary way. Today's reading from In Conversation with God by Father Francisco Fernandez Carvajal is from Volume 2, Lent and Eastertide. In the mouth of our Lord, the ordinary Jewish greeting takes on its deepest meaning because peace was one of the Messianic gifts par excellence. When bidding farewell to somebody who had done some good, our Lord often said, Go in peace. He entrusts a mission of peace to his disciples. Whatever house you enter, first say, Peace be to this house. To desire peace for others and to foster it in our surroundings is a great human good. And when it is inspired by charity, it is also a great supernatural good. When our soul is at peace, it is a clear sign that God is close to us. Besides, it is one of the fruits of the Holy Spirit. St. Paul frequently exhorted the first Christians to live peaceful and happy lives. Agree with one another, live in peace, and the God of love and peace will be with you. True peace is the result of holiness, the result of the struggle not to allow our love to be smothered by our disordered tendencies and our sins. When we love God, the soul is like a good tree, which is known by its fruits. Our actions reveal the presence of the paraclete, and insofar as they cause spiritual joy, they are called fruits of the Holy Spirit. One of these fruits is the peace of God, which passes all understanding. The true peace that Christ desired for the apostles and for Christians of every era. When God comes to you, you will feel the truth of these greetings. My peace I give to you. Peace I leave you. Peace be with you. And you will feel it even in the midst of troubles. St. Augustine describes true peace as tranquility in order. Order between God and ourselves. Order within ourselves. And order in our relationships with others. If we live that threefold order, we will have peace, and we will transmit peace to others. Order towards God means that we are firmly determined to root all sin out of our lives and to center everything on Christ. Order towards others means, in the first place, being very refined in the way we live justice, justice in our words, in our judgments, and in our actions, because peace is the result of justice. And then going beyond justice, there is mercy. On so many occasions, mercy moves us to help, to console, to be a support to those in need. Where justice is loved, where the dignity of the human person is respected, where one is not looking to one's own caprice or personal interest, but rather to serve God and others, that's where you'll find peace. Our Lord has entrusted to us the task of bringing peace to the world starting by having peace in our own souls and then in our family and in our place of work. We should work actively to bring animosity and conflict to an end, to create an atmosphere of cooperation and mutual understanding. Peace in a family or in any group of people isn't simply the absence of arguments or quarrels. That could be a sign of mutual indifference. Peace means helping others in areas of personal or common interest. True peace means being concerned about others, being interested in their plans and projects, their joys and sorrows. Our Lord wants us to foster in our hearts ambitious longings for peace and harmony in this world of ours, which seems to lack that peace more and more because at times men don't want to have God in their hearts. 
God wants us Christians to bring peace and joy with us wherever we go. In Conversation with God by Francis Fernandez is published by Scepter Publishers. You'll find it at your local Catholic bookstore. It's 15 before the hour. We pray with the whole church now as we're led by our friends at DivineOffice.org in morning prayer. God, come to my assistance. Lord, make haste to help me. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Alleluia. The one who came down from heaven has ascended above all the heavens. Alleluia. The one who came down from heaven has ascended above all the heavens. Alleluia. The Lord's is the earth and its fullness, the world and all its peoples. It is he who set it on the seas, on the waters he made it firm. Who shall climb the mountain of the Lord? Who shall stand in his holy place? The man with clean hands and pure heart, who desires not worthless thing, who has not sworn so as to deceive his neighbor. He shall receive blessings from the Lord and reward from the God who saves him. Such are the men who seek him. Seek the face of the God of Jacob. O gates, lift high your heads. Grow higher, ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Who is the King of glory? The Lord, the mighty, the valiant. The Lord, the valiant in war. O gates, lift high your heads. Grow higher, ancient doors. Let him enter, the King of glory. Who is he, the King of glory? He, the Lord of armies. He is the King of glory. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As, as it, it was, was in the beginning, beginning is, is now, now and, and will, will be, be forever. forever. Amen. King of glory. Lord of power and might, cleanse our hearts from all sin. Preserve the innocence of our hands and keep our minds from vanity so that we may deserve your blessing in your holy place. The one who came down from heaven has ascended above all the heavens. Alleluia. Keep this day a festival day and give praise to the Lord. Alleluia. Keep this day as a festival day, and give praise to the Lord. Alleluia. Blessed be God who lives forever, because his kingdom lasts for all ages. For he scourges, and then has mercy. He casts down to the depths of the nether world, and he brings up from the great abyss. No one can escape his hand. Praise him, you Israelites, before the Gentiles. For though he has scattered you among them, he has shown you his greatness even there. Exalt him before every living being, because he is the Lord our God, our Father and God forever. He scourged you for your iniquities, but will again have mercy on you all. He will gather you from all the Gentiles among whom you have been scattered. 
when you turn back to him with all your heart to do what is right before him. Then he will turn back to you and no longer hide his face from you. So now consider what he has done for you and praise him with full voice. Bless the Lord of righteousness and exalt the King of all the ages. In the land of my exile, I praise him and show his power and majesty to a sinful nation. Turn back, you sinners, do the right do the right before him. Perhaps he may look with favor upon you and show you mercy. As for me, I exalt my God, and my spirit rejoices in the King of heaven. Let all men speak of his majesty and sing his praises in Jerusalem. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. As, as it was, was in the beginning, beginning is now, and, and will be forever. Amen. Keep this day as a festival day, and give, and give praise to the Lord. Alleluia. The mercy of the Lord fills the earth. Alleluia. The mercy of the Lord fills the earth. Alleluia. Ring out your joy to the Lord, O you just. For praise is fitting for loyal hearts. Give thanks to the Lord upon the harp. With a ten-string lute, sing him songs. Oh, sing him a song that is new. Play loudly. Play with all your skill. For the word of the Lord is faithful, and all his works to be trusted. The Lord loves justice and right, and fills the earth with his love. By his word the heavens were made, by the breath of his mouth all the stars. He collects the waves of the ocean, he stores up the depths of the sea. Let all the earth fear the Lord, all who live in the world revere him. He spoke, and it came to be. He commanded, it sprang into being. He frustrates the designs of the nations. He defeats the plans of the peoples. His own designs shall stand forever, the plans of his heart from age to age. They are happy who God is the Lord, the people he has chosen as his own. From the heavens the Lord looks forth, he sees all the children of men. From the place where he dwells, he gazes on all the dwellers of the earth. He who shapes the hearts of them all and considers all their deeds. A king is not saved by his army, nor a warrior preserved by his strength. A vain hope for safety is the horse. Despite its power, it cannot save. The Lord looks on those who revere him, on those who hope in his love to rescue their souls from death to keep them alive in famine. Our soul is waiting for the Lord. The Lord is our help and our shield. In him do our hearts find joy. We trust in his holy name. May your love be upon us, O Lord, as we place all our hope in you. 
Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. As it was was in the beginning, beginning, is now, and 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 will will be forever. forever. Amen. Nourish your people, Lord, for we hunger for your word. Rescue us from the death of sin, and fill us with your mercy, that we may share your presence and the joys of all the saints. The mercy mercy of of the the Lord fills the the earth. earth. Alleluia. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. God raised Jesus from the dead, and for many days thereafter, Jesus appeared to those who had come up with him from Galilee to Jerusalem. These are his witnesses now before the people. We ourselves announce to you the good news that what God promised our fathers, he has fulfilled for us, their children, in raising up Jesus, according to what is written in the second psalm. You are my son. This day I have begotten you. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. The Lord is risen from the tomb. Alleluia, alleluia. The The Lord Lord is is risen risen from from the the tomb. Alleluia, alleluia. He hung upon the cross for us. Alleluia, alleluia. Glory to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit. The The Lord Lord is risen risen from the tomb. Alleluia, alleluia. Peace I leave with you. Alleluia. Peace is my gift to you. Alleluia. Blessed be the Lord, the God of Israel. He has come to his people and set them free. He has raised up for us a mighty Savior, born of the house of his servant David. Through his holy prophets, he promised of old that he would save us from our enemies from the hands of all who hate us. He promised to show mercy to our fathers and to remember his holy covenant. This was the oath he swore to our father Abraham, to set us free from the hands of our enemies, free to worship him without fear, holy and righteous in his sight all the days of our life. You, my child, shall be called the prophet of the Most High, for you will go before the Lord to prepare his way, to give his people knowledge of salvation by the forgiveness of their sins. In the tender compassion of our God, the dawn from on high shall break upon us, to shine on those who dwell in darkness and the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and will be forever. Amen. Peace I leave with you. Alleluia. Peace is my gift to you. Alleluia. By his own power, Christ raised up the temple of his body when it had been destroyed in death. With joy, let us ask him, 
Lord, share with us the fruits of your victory. Christ our Savior, when you rose again, you brought to the holy women and the apostles the joyful news of a world redeemed. Make us witnesses to your risen life. Lord, share with us the fruits of your victory. You promised to all people that we would rise up again to newness of life. Make us heralds of your gospel. Lord, share with us the fruits of your victory. You showed yourself to your apostles and breathed the Holy Spirit on them. Renew in us the presence of the same Creator's Spirit. Lord, share with us the fruits of your victory. You promised to be with your disciples to the end of the world. Stay with us today and remain with us always. Lord, share with us the fruits of your victory. And now let us pray as the Lord told us. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. O God, who restore us to eternal life in the resurrection of Christ, Grant your people constancy in faith and hope, that we may never doubt the promises of which we have learned from you. Through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you in the unity of the Holy Spirit, God forever and ever. Amen. May the Lord bless us protect us from all evil, and bring us to everlasting life. Amen. Amen. So get set to go out and share the good news. Morning Air is coming up in just a few minutes with John and Glenn, Patrick Madrid a bit later on this morning. I'm Paul Sadek. I'll see you tomorrow morning, 4 a.m. Central or on the relevant radio app. In the meantime, you go out and make this a great day and live in the light of the Lord. Audio from the Liturgy of the Hours, courtesy of DivineOffice.org. Readings from In Conversation with God, courtesy of Scepter Publishers. Selections from Truth and Life, the dramatized audio Bible, courtesy of Falcon Picture Group. Ten Minutes with Jesus is used with permission. Daybreak is available on RelevantRadio.com and on the Relevant Radio app. Daybreak is a production of Relevant Radio. Relevant Radio.